When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are focused on understanding body language, which is a big form of communication. Okay. Communication consists of verbal communication, our tone, gestures, written communication, like texting and emailing. And so body language is when we're having that face-to-face interaction and we're trying to understand what does this person really mean with what they are communicating just within their presence, within their bodies, okay? And so I'm so excited to go over this with you because it can really bring upon some understanding for yourself clarity and understanding for others, just by gaining some insight on how people express themselves. So through this episode, we're going to talk about the different body language styles. We're going to talk about how to understand your own body language. We're going to cover the different areas of the body and what they mean when there's some expression going on there. So it's going to be really, really interesting and intriguing. So hopefully at the end of this episode, you'll be able to read people a little bit better and actually be able to connect with them and understand them without having to try to interrogate or fish for details that may just be written all over their face. All right, let's dive in. So let's dive in and talk about the three body language styles. Number one, the visual communicator. 75% of people in the world are visual communicators. This person tends to dress really, really well. They're very focused on appearances. Eye contact is very needed with them. They often speak in visuals such as this looks good to me, or I see your point. They're more open, like their chest is open, their head is up, and they are really looking around in their environment. They're taking everything in. So their head is always going to look up and forward. Their eyes are going to be nice and wide, just really looking at everything. And a lot of times they may look up to remember something. So you ever talk to someone and you ask them a question and then they look up and they're like, hmm, and they're trying to remember something. That's more of a visual person. They are replaying a lot of memories like a movie. Okay. So when they are reflecting on something, it plays like a movie in their mind. They can see things very clearly just by recalling something. So they are visual learners and visual communicators. Okay. Next up, we have the auditory people. Now, these are going to be your great 
listeners, and they make up for 20% of people in the world, their brain processes information in words and sounds. So oftentimes they may look down in conversation, the ears are closer to the speaker. So when you're communicating with someone that's more auditory, they may turn their head or turn their ears a little closer to you so they can hear a little bit more. Okay. They often have their head in their hand for support, just really listening. Hmm. Okay. They often close their eyes while they're listening and nodding like, mm-hmm. Right. Got it. You know, so much is going on with our senses. We're seeing, we're hearing, we're smelling, we're tasting, we're touching. And so sometimes when they really want to focus, they want to be present, close their eyes and listen listening is a big deal for them. They may also mumble a little bit under their breath because they're just processing. Sometimes they may appear a bit crazy, right? (laughs) Why are they talking to themselves? (laughs) But no, they're just processing information. So they're just auditory. And so they may use more auditory words like, sounds good to me, right? I hear you. I hear what you're saying. That's the one that's going to be more of a listener. Now, if you look just between these two body language styles, someone that's visual that needs lots of eye contact and they're looking and they're, you know, nodding and they're, you know, making that contact with you. If you're an auditory person, you're closing your eyes and you're looking down. Do you see where there could be some conflict there? They're just processing communication differently, but either or may feel like, oh, they're not listening to me. You know, sometimes if you're more of an auditory person and then you have another person that's very visual, they may like to do a lot of texting or emails or whatever. And it's like, oh my gosh, if I have to look through this thing one more time, or you're trying to think of the tone, right? You're hearing a tone in your head of what they may say. It may be challenging for the person that just needs to hear things directly. And for the last body language style, we have the feeler. This is the kinesthetic person and they make up for 5% of the world. Okay. 5% of the population. Now, these people tend to think in feelings. Well, they like to touch a lot. They're big huggers. They're very comfort driven. So you're going to see them wear clothes that look very comfortable, feel comfortable, lots of soft fabric. They're not going to wear a lot of tight clothes or, you know, they're going to be less prone to wearing like those heels that are really uncomfortable and high, that's going to be more of your visual person because they want to look good. But someone that's more of a feeler, uh-uh. they're like, take these things off. I am feeling the pain <laughs> and I cannot focus when I feel like this. They want to be more comfortable, right? They may tend to have fuller lips, right? People that are feelers are also more relationship oriented, So they may touch your arm. They may lean in a bit more when you're talking to them. So sometimes people think like, oh my gosh, they don't want to respect my space or they're invading my personal space right here. And so sometimes they look down to remember because they're just really processing and trying to get that memory going, right? They're feeling the memory. Have you ever been able to reflect upon a memory and you could just feel how you felt in that moment. 
You feel the emotions. You feel what was around you in that moment. So that's going to be someone that's more of a feeler. Okay. So those are the three body language styles. Which one do you think resonates with you the most? Now we want to dive into talking about understanding your own body language. And so a lot of times, this is very, very interesting. Your subconscious mind runs a program. So if you tune into my limiting beliefs series, I talked about that where the subconscious mind is really running the show. And so your subconscious mind is on a program, but the subconscious mind also runs your body language. Okay. So if subconsciously you are feeling as though you are uncomfortable or you tend to be more insecure or not confident, or you have some belief systems in there that say you're not good enough, this is going to project into your body language. So it can be really frustrating because we don't know what we look like to the outside world. We're not aware of these things a lot of times, right? We're not walking around with a mirror in front of us 24-7. And so sometimes we're wondering, why are people treating us this way? We have to be aware of our body language. And even to this day, I still do certain gestures that I did when I was a child. I'll look at home videos and the way that I, you know, put my hand up or the way that I like dismiss something like, ah, oh, I'm good. I'll look at myself today and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like the same person. It's so crazy. It is just baffling, like even years past. And then it's like the same person just because of the body language. Now, mentally, I've changed. I've changed a lot of things. I've grown. I've experienced so much, but there's still something in me, my inner child, whatever, that subconscious mind that still has that programmed body language, right? This can also kick in when we pick up those gestures or body language habits from our family. Has anyone ever said, oh my gosh, you look just like your mom. You look just like your dad. And they're not talking about, you know, any type of hard physical characteristics. They're talking about the way you carry yourself or the way you smirk or the way you smile or the way you squint your eyes. Sometimes we're always looking at the people around us and we tend to mimic them. And so we can take on their body language as well. So we want to become aware and conscious of our body language. So something that you could do is even record yourself and also just becoming aware of your feelings. So when you feel negative or fearful or weak, we tend to shrink and close ourselves off. We tend to get smaller. So if in your mind you're saying, I'm confident, I'm secure, I am a powerful woman, I'm a powerful man but your body is saying, I'm afraid. I'm not good enough. I'm not confident. Well, this is obviously going to give off some conflicted energy and that affects the way people communicate with us. So just by opening up your body more, open up your shoulders. This is taking up space and it says, I'm present. I'm here. I belong here. I'm confident. Okay. And so just observe what you do when you communicate with others. Has anyone ever given you a compliment? And they're like, oh my gosh, you look great. What happens? What happens in your body language when someone gives you a compliment? When you feel as though you genuinely accept it 
you may place your hand over your heart and say, oh, thank you. That's a subconscious way of saying, I receive. But what if you say, oh, thanks. And you're waving your hand off to the side. Oh, okay, thanks. You're kind of actually just brushing it away. You're pushing it away from you. So are you bringing your hands closer to you or are you pushing it away from you? You have to keep that in mind because to the person that just said that compliment, they're like, well, they said thank you, but they didn't look like they really appreciated that compliment I gave them. So we always want to be able to receive, okay? When you receive, it's, it's just amazing. And a compliment is the smallest form of a gift. So if we can't allow for ourselves to receive a compliment, how can we expect to receive anything else great coming into our lives? So pay attention to the way that you receive or reject compliments from others. Okay, so now I want to talk about the different areas of the body and just what information they can tell us. Okay, so we have the forehead and a lot of times, you know, we've got the brows. The brows are very expressive, right? When someone's angry, you scrunch our eyebrows or we like look confused, like, huh, what's going on? The forehead reveals your stress level, the amount of stress you have. Has anyone ever said something to you and you're just like, oh my gosh. And you put your head in your hand and you're just rubbing your forehead like, oh, come on. I'm really not liking this right now. This is so overwhelming. (laughs) You're just rubbing your forehead like just trying to think of something else, trying to think of a solution. So this forehead area, if any attention is brought there when we're communicating, can reveal your level of stress, what you're thinking or how you're thinking, confusion or concern. The next area of the body is going to be the nose. A lot of times the nose may move, right? We may twitch our nose from side to side when we like something or when we dislike something. Now, of course, stay subjective. Someone may need to blow their nose or their nose is running or itching. So, you know, really look at it for what it is. But let's say someone says something and you just don't like it. You go, "Mm." you may scrunch that nose up like, "Mm." no, like you just smelled something awful. So that can reveal possibly if someone liked something or they didn't like something. What about the mouth? Okay. So a lot of times, Someone may say something to you and you're like, mm, hmm. You just bring those lips right in like, mm, yep. What we're doing is we're trying to hold ourselves back from saying something that may slip out. Literally, physically bringing our lips in because we don't want to communicate something. We want to say something, but mm, we don't want that to slip out. So let me keep my mouth shut. The eyes, the eyes hold so much information emotionally. Just there's such a long list that expresses through the eyes. And the eyes are really just that direct expression and extension of the brain. Truly, eyes are the windows of the soul. So they communicate so much to really take in the eyes. What are the eyes telling you? Are you angry? 
Are they soft and dreamy? Are they rolling their eyes like, ugh, whatever? What's going on with the eyes? Are they dead? Have you ever met someone and the eyes are just like, meh, <laughs> like a dead fish, like, meh. There's no expression, no emotion in the eyes. They're just flat. A lot of times when that's there, that person is not in a position for social engagement. Okay, so we don't want to engage when someone's really in that state. If the top half of the face is really just flat and there's no emotion, there's no expression, they're not really open to communication. Okay, they may just be uncomfortable in a new setting and they're trying to calm themselves down. So they're really trying to process and just be there, but they feel uncomfortable or they may just feel whatever. We don't really know what someone's feeling per se. We don't really know the exact reason or detail behind the expression, but it could be communicating something that could help us to better navigate with our communication style. Now, what about the neck? Okay, the neck is really a vulnerable area. So have you ever had someone say something to you and you just touch your neck? Subconsciously, you just touch your neck, right? This happens because we feel like we've almost been attacked. So we're trying to protect ourselves, trying to protect the most vulnerable area of our bodies, we feel like. So trying to protect the jugular, right? Have you ever heard someone say, oh, they went after the jugular. They went straight for the core, right? Something that would be emotionally damaging. So sometimes we hold onto our necks or we touch our neck or rub our neck whenever we feel like we need to protect ourselves or comfort ourselves. Now, the legs, the legs are going to be related to grounding, stability, security. So ever met someone and they're just like, the legs are just moving, tapping, like, uh, the leg is shaking. Like they want to get out of there as soon as possible. (laughs) Or maybe they just have to go to the bathroom. We don't know. And what about the arms and the hands? So the hands are the closest thing to the brain when it comes to the cerebellum. Okay. So the cerebellum portion of the brain, you know, I like to bring in a little psychology here. Cerebellum fine tunes our motor skills, right? So the brain does thinking, feeling, and doing. And so this is a doing portion. So the fingers and the dexterity of the hands communicates a lot. Okay. So we're always touching and doing things. We're touching each other, touching ourselves. So there's a lot of information that comes in that allows for our hands to soothe. So if you ever meet someone, they cross their arms or they put their arms around themselves or they touch their hair or they just kind of are rubbing themselves randomly during a conversation, they're really trying to soothe themselves. So a lot of times we may think someone's being really guarded when they cross their arms, but they may actually be comforting themselves or nurturing themselves in that moment. Maybe they feel stress or concern. So it could be really quick, but subconsciously, we're just trying to bring ourselves into some sense of comfort or soothing. And so those are just the different areas I wanted to cover lightly, a little crash course with body language. Maybe we'll do one that's more in depth in the future. 
but I really wanted to cover that with you because it's a big part of communication and sometimes we don't really know what these gestures mean even if we do them ourselves sometimes we're not aware that we do these gestures and so the purpose of understanding that body language is to help us to connect deeper and to express empathy and to make sure that others feel comfortable in our presence so it's a really great skill to have to be able to read body language well and if you're an empath tuning in you probably are a really great body language reader okay so i hope that you all enjoyed this thank you so much for tuning in as always we are here tuesdays and saturdays at 6 a.m eastern standard time this is heart blend podcast <laughs>